following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 welcome to this end of the week show. Yes, end of the week show. Uh, today's Friday, November the 5th of 2021, day 309th of the year in only 56 days remaining to go. Yeah, that's it. That's the end of the shit show. When we get to it, end of 2021, as we get to hang out and do the things that we are doing. So that's quite always quite fantastic. So where will 2022 pick up uh, where, uh, you know, 2021 was supposed to go and we won't even recap 2020. But here we are now. Anyways, we're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida and coming across the multiverse known as Safety FM. And, of course, hanging out with our friends and colleagues at the other joint that we're always doing stuff at. Radio Big. Yep, hanging out at Radio Big, doing the things that we do over there. So if you're kind of new to this whole thing, let's talk about what this world looks like, because that's always kind of a little bit of fun um, as we're going through the whole ordeal here. What we do is we are a radio show that's also a podcast. It's also a live stream. So let's kind of go through some of that. We have some people that come in and talk about what is going on inside of the world of the news. We talk about that. We talk about the world of safety and then kind of mishmash it all together and call that a show. So there you go. Um, If you're interested in calling in and hanging out with us, maybe I should open those phone lines. Uh, All you have to do, which is kind of an interesting one and an interesting interesting explainer, is go to uh, callinradio.com. That's it. Just go to callinradio.com. That will get you directly in. The phone line becomes a phone line by coming through the web browser. I mean, it's kind of a hard descriptor, but messaging, video messaging, and all that will get you directly there. All you have to do is go into callinradio.com to get that moving. Now, the other portion is today is Freeform Friday. So what does that mean? We do whatever you want to do. We kind of go through some aspects that we have kind of thinking about and planning. But if you jump in inside of the message box or anything along those lines and throw us off kilter, we kind of go from there and move forward because that's the way that it actually goes around here. So let's talk about what is trending because that's always important because people want to know what is going on inside of the world of the news. So let's not lie and not talk about that. So taking it from the very top of things, here we go. Uh, Trending, um, which will be new to the video on demand platforms, which will be occurring this weekend uh, for things for you to do you know what i'm saying if you have nothing that you're that you have currently planned here's some things to plan out so if you want to see what is new on amazon prime here we go snowman the electrical life of lewis wayne uh what else what else do we got the spruces and the pines new to disney plus will be alvin into chipmunk shipwrecked jingle all the way and Jingle All the Way 2, which I didn't even know there was a part two, but now we know. Uh, Santa's Buddy, Snow Buddy, Space Buddies, The Search for Santa Paws, and X-Men First Class. Where Are we already in the Christmas movie season? I mean, we haven't even made it to uh, Thanksgiving yet, but I guess that's something to think about. 
A new HBO Max's Las Ninas land in the story of late night. New to Hulu is Pain and Gain, and then new to Netflix starting off. Um, it will be Love Hard. We couldn't um, become adults. I mean, I think that's the story of my life, but that's a whole other story. Yara and Zero to Hero. And it not listed on here, but I'll make reference to it. Also, uh, the new season or the revival of Dexter, New Blood, starts actually this Sunday on Showtime. So just bringing that out out there if you're a fan of that. So there you go. Anyway, so let's get you into some feature story news, moving and grooving, because that's what we need to do around here. And let's get you started right now, six minutes past the top of the hour. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Thousands of young activists are protesting in Glasgow to demand more action on climate change from leaders at COP26. It's officially Youth Day at the summit. The UK is announcing plans to put climate issues at the heart of its education system. Education Secretary Nadim Zahawi says he'll boost climate education across a range of subjects. To work with teachers, the teaching profession, so that by uh, April of next year it will be fully developed and delivered so that we can deliver the same level of uh, uh, climate education in science, in geography and in citizenship uh, across our schools. Scientists say they've discovered a gene which makes people twice as at risk of lung failure and death from COVID-19. The Oxford University team says 60% of people from South Asian ancestry and 15% of people from European heritage carry the gene. Germany continues to see a major spike in new COVID-19 cases. Regional health ministers are meeting to plan how the country will manage the resurgence. Trent Murray reports from Berlin. Germany recorded over 30,000 new COVID-19 cases Friday, the highest daily total seen since the pandemic began. It's the second day in a row when that record has been broken, an alarming and sustained rise that shows no signs of slowing down. Almost 600 people have died so far this week, with projections showing that by the time the week ends, total deaths will be the highest they have been in several months. It comes as regional health ministers meet to discuss how to manage the recent surge. With a fresh lockdown all but ruled out, it's expected unvaccinated citizens may face fresh restrictions in order to try and push the country's vaccination rate, which currently sits just below 67%, higher. Trent Murray, Berlin. The US Justice Department's suing the state of Texas over its new voting law on the grounds it disenfranchises voters. The voting restrictions limit the ability of Texans to cast their ballots by mail, among other things. Ira Spitzer reports. The lawsuit is the second attempt by the Biden administration to legally challenge new voting restrictions in Republican-controlled states. The Texas law, known as SB1, makes it more difficult to vote by mail by making unsolicited mail-in ballot applications illegal. In the complaint, the Justice Department addresses elements of the law that concern assistance at voting locations, arguing that it restricts disabled voters and those who don't speak English from being able to receive adequate assistance. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has said the law is intended to reduce voter fraud, although there haven't been any examples of widespread voter fraud in the state. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN.
With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. We took a look yesterday at the worsening COVID-19 situation in China and wondered how the country is ever going to open itself up again to the outside world. But there is renewed hope that Hong Kong may be able to reopen its border with the mainland soon. Hong Kong's chief executive Carrie Lam says officials are in advanced discussions to finalise how to make that happen. The Hong Kong government has faced increasing pressure from the business community to relax its strict COVID-19 travel restrictions as other global business hubs have already opened up their borders. FSN's Richard Kimber in our Hong Kong bureau has more. Hong Kong's chief executive Carrie Lam says officials and health experts from both sides of the border are set to hold a second round of meetings soon with a final decision on the resumption of travel between Hong Kong and China imminent. She says that discussions are now focused on how far Hong Kong can go towards adopting a mainland style health code system that would classify people according to their suitability and priority status for being allowed to travel. She made the comments at a business lunch with a room full of high-profile business executives, many of whom have been pressuring her pointedly over recent weeks to open up the border as soon as possible. The Hong Kong film industry is one prominent business arguing the current restrictions are strangling its ability to compete on Asia's stage. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap the top stories, thousands of young activists are protesting in Glasgow to demand more action on climate change from leaders at COP26. Scientists say they've discovered a gene which makes people twice as at risk of lung failure and death from COVID-19. Germany continues to see a major spike in COVID cases and the US Justice Department suing Texas over its voting law on the grounds it disenfranchises voters. That's the latest feature story news. Ollie Barrett reporting. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. It's always amazing to me on how technology changes and so does the environment that we're in. And cyber criminals will do everything they can to take advantage of a system. If you don't own a home, you have nothing to fear about what I'm about to tell you. But if you own a home like me and you don't guard it with home title lock, you're inviting home title fraud. One of the fastest growing crimes. Cyber thieves around the world know our home values are sky high at the moment, and that makes us a target. The crime is scary simple. Let me explain it to you real quick. A cyber thief simply forges your name on a property cell form and refiles it. That's it. Now he or she is on the deed of your home and you have no idea that you're a victim. Then the person takes out a loan on your home and vanishes, leading you to prove to the police that you didn't commit bank fraud. Home Title Locks puts a virtual barrier around your home title. The instant they detect any kind of tampering or anybody messing around, they help shut it down. Look, if you have equity in your home, you need to guard it the best way that you can. Some people might even go as far as guarding it with their life. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and register your address to see if you already are a victim. And enter the code RADIO. That's R-A-D-I-O. That's the code RADIO for 30 days free of protection. That's code RADIO at HomeTitleLock.com. 
Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's gonna teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops, the rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F. Face drooping. A. Arm weakness. S. Speech difficulty. T. Time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit stroke. Association.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. 15 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this fabulous, 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 fabulous Friday. Anyways, any good plans for the weekend? Anything big? Anything uh, dynamic uh, that you have planned out that you'll be doing and all that kind of fun stuff? I don't know. That's why I asked the question. Anyways, let's talk about the things that are going on inside of the world of the hit list because that is the time to do so. The uh, the former world's fastest man claims that the UK hospital planned to cremate him in a slaughterhouse if he died due to massive size. Huh? Okay. Paul Mason, 61, who once weighed nearly 1,000 pounds, relieved the, the inhumane idea of the ITV documentary, The World's fattest man uh 10 years ago here uh, is a bit of the story during the 2002 emergency response had to demolish part of his house so they could extract mason via a forklift and transport him to the hospital especially um specially built ambulance um for him so i mean think about that so how do they have enough time to build especially a special ambulance that's a whole other story in 2010 uh, he underwent gastric bypass surgery in 2015 mason had a series of operations that dropped him down to 266 pounds but after a particular hard breakup he ballooned up to 420 pounds finally in 2019 mason decided that he had um that he was ready to get his life back on track and conquer his demons but then he the pandemic hit after about six months he who overdosed uh during a bout of depression and over um and over putting up on and over putting on more weight he has last been recommitted himself to recovery. No word on whether his journey will be documented or not. I mean, I think that there has to be something there. We're already talking about it. 
So maybe, 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 maybe there will be some uh, some eggs there, some things that uh, will happen right away, and some things that we will start discussing about it because it already seems like we're talking about the journey. It already seems like we're doing some of the stuff that um, needs to be talked about. Anyway, 17 minutes past the top of the hour, you and I are hanging out here on the Rated R Safety Show. Let's talk about some COVID stuff because, you know, we don't do that enough around here. So let's talk real quick. COVID-19 has claimed the lives of more than 750,000 Americans. John Hopkins University revealed the number this week, noting that it surpasses the individual population of three U.S. states, Alaska, Vermont, and Wyoming. The grim total comes after a worldwide death toll recently surpassed about 5 million. Yes, 5 million. So think about that real quick. 750,000 people. The equivalent of three states, or the total population of three U.S. states. I mean, and if you think about the whole thing, the impact that one life might have, imagine that all of a sudden now we're talking three quarters of a million on how they will have the impact across the board. Makes you really start thinking about a lot of stuff there. It makes you start going, well, what the hell's going on? And that's the gig. That is the gig of gigs on how that happens. 750,000, 5 million total worldwide, or surpass 5 million worldwide. I mean, what do you think? What comes to mind right away when you start thinking about it? Because a lot of stuff comes to mind. Maybe, uh, maybe that's one of these things that we shouldn't talk about. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, a potato dug up in New Zealand may be the biggest on record. The spud, which has um, been named Doug uh, by the couple who found it, weighed in at 17.4 pounds. The couple has applied the, to the Guinness World Records uh, and are waiting to hear back Word is that they plan to turn Doug into some kind of vodka after they hear back. So there you go. Some vodka there, some vodka here. Um, Whatever you want Dougie Doug to be, I guess that's going to be the important portion um, as we are talking. I mean, I don't know. What do you do with that stuff? It's just something really to think about. Anyways, let's get Johnny Smalls inside of here and let's talk about the market beat because, you know, that's important. Here's your market beat minute for Friday, November 5th, 2021. The S&P 500 moved up to set another new all-time high Thursday with notable strength in the tech sector. The Nasdaq Composite led the day's action with a gain of more than 0.5% and also set a new all-time high. The move comes in the wake of the FOMC's tapering announcement, an announcement that was both long expected and less than what the market was expecting. The FOMC says it will taper bond purchased into the second half of next year when it may begin hiking interest rates. The risk for the market and the FOMC is inflation. If the pace of inflation continues to rise as it has been, the first interest rate hikes could come sooner than expected and be larger than forecast. The CME's FedWatch tool is projecting the first rate hike will come in June of 2022 and be at least 25 basis points. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at marketbeatminute.com. 
Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that. Wondering exactly what is going on inside of the market. Let's talk about this real quick. Stocks finished mixed on Thursday, ending a series of uh, consecutive winning days. The Dow fell 33 points, while the Nasdaq lifted 128 points, and the S&P um, added about 19. New unemployment claims have uh, continued to trend downward. As of last week, uh, was reported as the best week since the virus situation began i mean think about that think about the wording there the virus situation i got a situation for you it's the virus situation anyways moderna plunged more than 18 percent after reporting it has missed the earnings forecast the company blames production snags on the shortfall so um i'm not producing enough so uh let's take out the 18 percent there on what is going on i mean it's kind of an interesting egg when we start thinking about this and are we at the point yet that some of these are going to turn around, you know, and when are we going to get started getting some of the promotions? This thing is brought to you by blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's going to be a, a, a whole other aspect of stuff as we are talking. I mean, I'm just saying that. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R safety show. So scientists now know why dogs tilt their heads um, to one side when spoken to. I mean, this was such an intriguing story. It sounds like uh, we wanted to go into a little bit more detail today. In a study published last week by the Journal of Animal Cognition, uh, researchers in Hungary said that the head tilt indicates that the animal is listening intensely. This was discovered through the series of experiments involving 40 dogs in which their owners taught them the names of toys. Uh, researchers analyzed the occurrence of the head tilt. When um, owners requested they fetch a specific toy, the team also found that uh, smarter breeds are more likely to give a head tilt. So hold on. At what point do you turn around and go, okay, maybe I'm not that smart and I can't tell my dog to tilt its head. Or maybe I'm not that smart and uh, we can't turn around and uh, do the tilting tilting uh, because I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking. You know, we have to think about all this stuff. We can't just uh, come in tadio and then not say anything at all. I mean, I don't know. Does your dog uh, tilt its head? I mean, I only have freaking cats, so um, I, I, I don't have any uh, head tilting going on inside of this household. Oh, that's for sure. So anyway, let's think about this real quick. Jury selection has started for the Glistine Maxwell child. Maxwell, the former girlfriend of Jeffrey Epstein, has been accused of recruiting teenagers for Epstein to sexually abuse them from 1994 to 2004. Uh, Opening statements in the case are scheduled um, closer to the end of the month, looking sometime around uh, November the 29th. So here's my question to you, because, you know, we're talking, you and I are hanging. So the question comes about, do you think that Maxwell will have a fair trial? I mean, do you really think you can get somebody out there that has not heard about this stuff? Do you think you can get a hold of someone that says, oh, I've never heard about what is going on inside of this thing? I mean, there's a lot of stuff to think about. Or do you think that it'll be a fair case? Do you think that they'll just turn around and go, it's good. We'll, we'll be able to move on. I mean, I don't know. I ask these questions because I'm always kind of concerned about the things that are going on inside of the world. That's how the questions normally do come about. So that's something to think about.
Anyways, a jury in Kyle Rittenhouse murder trial has dis- was dismissed yesterday, or juror, better saying, uh, yesterday after making a joke about the police shooting of Jacob Blake. The shooting uh, is what set off protests in Wisconsin, where Rittenhouse is accused of shooting three people too fatally. So hold on, how did the ju- a juror made made a joke about the police shooting Jacob Blake? So here's my question. How did they make, how did they find out about the joke and where did it come about? Cause that's going to be another, a whole other thing. Um, inside of there, just think about that for a moment. Anyways, the UK has granted conditional authorization to, uh, let's butcher the name. Okay. Just kidding. That's not really how it said, but to a new drug, uh, it is the first pill, the first pill, uh, shown to successfully treat COVID-19. Merck, the company behind the drugs, is licensed for adults 18 and older that have tested positive for COVID-19 and have at least one risk factor for developing severe disease. The hope is that the drug could ease caseloads on hospitals and help curb outbreaks in poorer countries. So, of course, the drug is currently pending review in the U.S. So what do you think about that? How do you, how do you take a look and go, okay, um, I got covid I am willing to take a pill. I mean, is this something that you would even consider or is this something that you're turning around and going, uh-uh, no way, Jose, uh, would I be willing to do this? I mean, it's just something to surely think about because there's a lot of, a lot of world of the egg here, a lot of things that are going on and then a lot of things that are happening um, inside of this that some of it makes sense and some of it doesn't. I mean, it really just doesn't um, always end up being what you think. That's for sure. Anyways, uh, phone lines open, ColinRadio.com. Just go there. That will get you through everything. I know that's a that's a hard explainer for some. Uh, what do you mean? What do you mean? If you have a web browser on your phone, which you should, unless you have a flip phone, then probably more than likely it's kind of a questionable thing. ColinRadio.com gets you directly through. Um, just over here, hanging out, doing all the things that we're doing. I still see that a lot of our social media stuff is having a hard time getting over here because I can see some of it there, but I can't see it here which is the main computer. So I, whoever the hell knows what is going on. Anyways, I mean, I get sidetracked with all the, the rigmarole of all this other stuff. Anyways, the number of new jobless claims fell again last week. Initially, uh, initial filings for unemployment benefits dropped to 269,000 down from the week prior revised total number of 283,000 economists, uh, surveyed by the Dow Jones expected to see new claims drop slightly to 275,000, just over 2.1 million Americans remain on traditional state unemployment. So is that a good, a bad, or or a different thing? So here's my thing. If less people are requesting unemployment or filing for first unemployment, and there's about 2.1 million Americans remaining on traditional state unemployment, how come people can't hire people? I mean, I'm still confused on that. Because wouldn't you need a whole bunch of new jobless claims uh, for this to continue? I mean, what I don't understand where, where the mix is. Where's the mix messaging is? Because that's what it seems to be coming about. Just just 
Just an opinion there, of course. An opinion. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic? Never. Okay, Americans who work uh, at companies with 100 or more employees will need to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19 by January 4th or agree to weekly tests. The new requirement will uh, will affect about, uh, let's see, 84 million workers. It is unclear at the time how many are already fully vaccinated. The uh, the working in healthcare facilities that receive funds from Medicare and Medicaid will require to get the vaccine. Testing will not be an option. There are an estimated 17 million people that will be affected um, by this. So let's let's talk about this real quick. What do you think? So, Americans who work for companies with 100 or more employees will need to be fully vaccinated against COVID-19. So, think about that for a moment. So, this is not 100 people in one location. This is 100 people across the board. So, when you hear that, what do you think? What comes to mind immediately are you okay with that? Or will you submit yourself to weekly test? I mean, I'm just asking the question here because here's where it's going to get interesting. Here's where um, some things are going to come up and come about and all that kind of fun stuff. People will have to make the decision on what they think is correct for them, which should have been you know, the case all, all along of what is correct for you. What do you think about the vaccine mandate? How how different of a world are we going to be looking at in essentially two months? Are we still going to be very similar to where we're at now? Or will this be entirely different? I'm just asking. I'm asking the question. And it's not to be controversial. It's not to stir anything up. It's just asking the question. Some people are still questioning um, some of the stuff about the vaccine. Some people question science. Some people don't. Some people ask a lot of stuff. I mean, there are people that I know that are wholehearted for the vaccine. There are some people that I know that are totally against it. It's a combination of both. A lot of stuff is still kind of split when it comes to this. So what do you think? I mean, because think about this. As you hang out and we hang out this morning, as a safety professional, there is going to be a point in time that this is going to land on your plate. There's going to be a point in time that somebody's going to come knocking on your door. And this is going to be something that you'll need to address. This is going to be something that you'll need to have the discussion about. And then you're going to have to make the decision on where you stand. Because these are conversations. I mean, we can talk about safety all day and that's easy that's an easy portion to have the discussion about but you have to look at it too there's so many different things that you do inside of this profession there's so many different things that apply here i mean think about it 
you're a psychiatrist, a psychologist, the HR person, the gopher, the person that understands a little bit about everything that's going on inside of the business, a person that understands what's going on inside of uh, the construction zone, whatever kind of actual workflow that you do, you have to have all these minor understandings of it. Um, to quote Sam Goodman, uh, safety fix it is really what it boils down to. So how are you going to handle these hard conversations? What are you going to base the information off of? Is it going to be, hey, this mandate says that this is what the requirement is, so this is what we need to do? Or is this going to be something where you say, hey, submit to weekly testing? And I mean, let's just be realistic. Some of this stuff is controversial. And here's my other question. If you are a smaller organization that you're just barely touching 100 barely touching 100 people. Do you think that there will be some people that are out there that will say, we need to do some cuts because we don't want to be at the 100 mark? I mean, I'm just asking. I don't know. This is uncharted waters. This is something that has that is quite different. Now, also worth noting on this, 19 states so far have sued the Biden administration over this mandate. So what are your thoughts about January the 4th? I mean, I'm being serious. I mean, we we are, let's just really call it for what it is. We are days away. I mean, the countdown, we talk about that all the time. But we're right around the corner. I mean, we're legitimately right around the corner. How do you feel about it? And yes, we can ask stuff about feelings on a Friday. But think about it. What do you think? What do you think about the whole thing? It's something that you will need to think about, and it'll definitely be a subject of conversation as we continue moving on with everything going on inside of this lovely world of ours. Oops! What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky, caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? that it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true, I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow, but shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait, communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver. But I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. 
you can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Here is the news on the Rising Our Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. Thousands of young activists are protesting in Glasgow to demand more action on climate change from leaders at COP26. Scientists say they've discovered a gene which makes people twice as at risk of lung failure and death from COVID-19. Germany continues to see a major spike in new COVID-19 cases and the US Justice Department's sued the state of Texas over its voting law on the grounds it disenfranchises voters. You know how sometimes there's plans for everything out there? You have plans of going back to the gym. You have plans on eating right. You have plans on doing a diet. You know, all those things. What if I told you that you can make a plan to stop male pattern baldness? And let me tell you how you can start this journey off right now with my friends at Keeps. All you have to do is go to the website keeps.com, K-E-E-P-S.com slash safety to receive your first month free of treatment. Keep in mind, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time that they are 35. More than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. There are two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers them both. So all you need to do is go to K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safety to find out more and to get your plan rolling. Now keep this in mind. For a limited time, get your first month free. Claim your offer at K-E-E-P-S. That's keeps.com slash safety. K-E-E-P-S dot com slash safety. If you have a claim and not sure where to turn, Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service Anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com for more information. Lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Molly Barron. Oh, we are back, we are back, we are back. And we got a special guest on the line real quick, so give me just one moment as we get this through. So, real quick, just so you know who's playing, this is Naked by Peregram. 
coming to you right now on the Rated R Safety Show. This song's readily available on Spotify and iTunes just for information. Now, I have to tell you, I have my screen filled with this beautiful face on the other side. I have the man from Safety Wars himself, Mr. Jim Pozel. How are you doing this morning? Doing great, Jay. Uh, doing great. All excited about this new COVID standard, the mandatory uh, COVID standard issued by the uh, Biden administration last night. So I so hold on. I, I sent some sarcasm in there. Is that sarcasm, or are you being are you being a hundred percent here? Well, I'm being a hundred percent. There's uh, no. My thoughts right off the bat are if your your workforce is vaccinated. This really isn't going to be too big of a deal. You just have to do some record keeping, some training, things of that nature. Great. What if you're unvaccinated? Now you have a mask mandate uh, involved with this also. Uh, and I, with the mask mandates, anybody who's had to work with the organization knows it's extremely difficult to enforce. If you haven't had that experience, with your uh, workforce, it's similar to a safety monitor on a fall protection related situation. The safety monitors work for about 15 minutes and then they get something thrown at them because they're a pain in the neck, uh, reminding people about fall protection and that sort of thing. And that's how this is going to go, I think, with this is in the past, uh, n- number one, it's, you know, you're gonna be the most hated person. It's gonna be unenforceable what, uh, because of that, just with the workplace dynamics. The other thing is this. Up until this uh, law, OSHA really has not been involved with your private life. You go to work, you have to comply with OSHA and everything else. That's all well and good. Now, it's getting involved with your own personal health care, your own personal medical issues. And I have a fear that this is going to blow up in their face uh, eventually. Within, within the next 60 days, I, let's see how this goes here uh, when this gets fully implemented. There's a saying out there we used to have in my old political days, if you want to get rid of a law, enforce it. Well, I think that might happen if they start actually enforcing this in a very strict way where I think this might blow up in their face and there may be some unwanted or unneeded reform into the uh, OSHA. And that's my uh, uh, thoughts this morning on that. So what do you think about some of these organizations that will be right at that midpoint of having 100 people? Um, so do you think that there'll be some cutbacks just where they don't fall into the regulation? And of course, this is an opinion-based question. So, Well, my experience is this. I'll give you my experience. I've spoken to a number of employers that are right around that threshold, and they said that they would just not go above 100. I don't know if they were being dead serious or not. But they said, we'll hold that 99 or probably 98 statutory employees here and uh, just subcontract the rest or start another company with uh, another shell company. I mean, and and that's the workaround. I mean, that's definitely the workaround there. And uh, let's face it. The one problem I have with this, and this is my opinion, is let's say you're on a construction site and uh, it's your uh, doing the interior of the site, right? The exterior, this doesn't apply to outside work so much, but you're on the interior with the finish out work, you may have, you're going to definitely have over a hundred employees, but they're not going to be from the same company and they're going to be working in close quarters 
Why is there an exemption on that? Uh, no, that, that, that seems uh, to be ridiculous uh, to me. And most of the construction workers I deal with uh, have, do, there is 60 to 80% of them, depending on the job site, do not have the vaccination. Even when we ask them, are you vaccinated? Well, we're required to ask that. Either no, we don't have it, or two, it's none of your damn business. It's, it's definitely going to be some interesting times the closer that we get here to, to January 4th. I mean, it's almost going to be like this will be a secondary countdown on top of the countdown that you already have for the new year and exactly on how this is going to go about. I don't know if you heard me say it, but 14 states are already suing the the, the, the Biden administration because of this. So it'll be interesting to see on how things continue to change. I don't know. Uh, what I'm gonna, uh, we'll see how it is. But uh, let me point out two other things uh, real uh, quickly here. Is that there is a public comment period on this as to whether or not it's going to become uh, uh, mandatory. There is a public comment. So maybe we, the answer is that we do something constructive and actually comment on this stuff rather than get on social media and bitch about this stuff. Uh, no, give some constructive comments on here. That would be a positive, out, uh, a positive thing to do. The other thing is, even it's in there uh, that even if some of the uh, 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 elements of this regulation, new regulation, are struck down by court or someone else or by law, by court, what have you, uh, everything else still remains in place. So that's another interesting point here. Oh, it'll be interesting to see on how it comes about. So I'm sure we're going to hear more about this on safety wars. What do you got coming up? Uh, well, uh, if you go uh, to my personal YouTube page at uh, Jim Polzel, I mistakenly put it on there. I go into a commentary of about 17 minutes long and where I go through major elements of the regulation. Uh, I'm going to be uh, redoing that for the podcast uh, today. So that uh, or tonight or tomorrow. Uh, hold on, today, tonight, or tomorrow. That's a, that's a, that's an interesting yeah. timeline. <laughs> yeah, well, I have three accident investigations I'm finishing today, so we'll see how it goes. Got it. So, well, Jim, know. I appreciate you calling in. Make sure that you call in frequent. We love when you when you come by. Come by. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a great weekend, everybody. You too. Bye. You too. Okay, that's Jim Pozel, Safety Wars. So there you go, coming in from from him. You know, he he knows what he has going on. Uh, that's for sure. Anyways, let's get into some more things as we are hanging out. Forty six minutes past the top of the hour here on the Rated R Safety Show. I mean, I don't know. I keep on thinking this is going to be a subject of conversation for some time um, as we are going about and around and all of that kind of fun stuff. Anyways, White Castle believes that a robot can make up. Better French fries than a person can. Uh, what a transition there. I um, mean, trying out a new uh, fry flipping robot, Flippy 2. Why is it so difficult to make great fries consistently? Employees in fast food restaurants are often subject to a fluffy, a fluffy, a flurry of distractions in the kitchen, causing them to pull fries out of their fryer too early or leave them too long. Last year, a burger chain installed the first French fry making robot, Flippy, is one of the kitchens um, in Chicago area, and the chain recently replaced it with Flippy Two, a smaller version that performs more human functions. White Castle has plans to roll out. Uh, let's see, uh, roll up to about 10, 10 of them uh, to their 360 restaurants. No word on what kind of impact Flippy 2 may eventually have on employee numbers. Uh, with a cute name like that, I mean, who cares? I mean, I, I'll have to tell you, um, a few days ago, I attempted 
to go to the the White Castle that was opened that recently opened in Orlando. And the line was directly out the door. And the drive-through line wrapped around the building. I was like, it's definitely not my time for that. Anyways, let's continue talking real quick. For the person on your Christmas list that makes hot sauce a little bit too seriously, Walmart is selling a, a Flavors of the World hot sauce gift set. It includes 30 bottles of hot sauce that were um, inside of the journey across the globe. According to the description, each 20-ounce bottle has different flavors including mango habanero, smoky bourbon, extreme hot red, uh, garlic de fuego, fiery diablo jalapeno, uh, green jalapeno, Mexican-style garlic habanero, and smoking chipotle. How much? Just $19.98. Just toilet paper. Just toilet paper. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's like the advent calendar for tailgate party crowd, so there's something to think about as we are talking on this lovely Friday. Anyways, before we get too far along and I forget about doing this, let's get you into some Motivation Minute by John Smalls right now. No, seriously, right now. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote has been submitted by Tara. Greg White said, leadership is not for everyone. Leadership is a lifestyle, not a position. Leadership is about those you lead, not who is leading. So very true. I know some leaders who are not in management. And I also know some managers who are not really leaders. Sometimes the people who are natural leaders don't want to be a manager. Sometimes they want to be a manager, but their manager is threatened by them, so they keep them under their thumb. That is a very sad situation, and it happens far too often. I'll tell you what typically happens there. These people leave the company and become your competitor. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for quotes, too, but insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute today is brought to you by AlessaMorton.com. Have you ever used visualization to accomplish your goals? According to research from UCLA Berkeley, an important component of visualization that greatly increases its effectiveness is visualizing both the final goal and the work it takes to accomplish it. If you decided to complete a marathon, it is helpful to visualize happiness from crossing the finish line. But the visualization is more likely to materialize if you add to this waking up early mornings when it's raining and cold outside and choosing to put on your running shoes or anyways. Adding the component of work to your visualization trains your brain's reticular activating system, or RAS, to notice opportunities to actually accomplish your goals. This minute was brought to you by Wellness Reset, where we always encourage you to find real ways to reset your wellness. For more information, please visit alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. We do our safety show. Okay, 51 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's get this through. Let's power through. Anyways, at the top of the hour, I will be going over to exclusively to radiobig.fm if you want to come and hang out and do the things that we do over there because that's, you know, that's part of the other gig that we do. I mean, let's just not lie. We'll have some music. Also, the new alternative hits countdown will hit today um, just so you get that rolling and moving and grooving and all that other kind of fun stuff. Anyways, news of the weird real quick. An airplane passenger left a traveler stunned when he was caught giving a friend a tattoo during a flight. 
Video posted on Instagram, passenger shaming shows that uh, the man using a tattoo gun on his buddy uh, on his buddy's hands while they were on a on a plane was landing, uh, leaning uh, le- leaning the hand on the stray table and large puddles of ink that were splattered all over it. Um, it was shared the caption thoughts and prayers uh, for no turbulence. It is unclear what were they what they were drawing aside from a lot of uh, of disgusted looks from other people. I mean, maybe it was, maybe it was the tattoo challenge. You never know there. A Georgia woman who left the emergency room on um, untreated after um, after waiting hours to see a doctor was charged seven hundred dollars simply for showing up. Taylor Davis says that she went to the Emory Decatur Hospital emergency room for a head injury, but decided to leave after waiting for seven hours for care. A few weeks later, a seven hundred dollar bill arrived in her mailbox from the hospital. Davis, who uh, says that her name was never called and her vital signs were never taken, was convinced it must be a mistake. But an email response to her inquiry informed her that the charges were the emergency room visit fee. Uh, the message from the hospital financial service em- um, employee said, you get charged before you are seen, not for being seen. Like the old saying goes, they've really seen her coming, didn't they? I mean, that's something to think about. Uh, so there you go. So- Interesting stuff always there going on. I mean, what the hell? Anyways, no winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. uh, Tonight's drawing will be for $36 million jackpot or $25.5 million cash payout. So there you go. There you go. Some stuff going on inside of there. Um, Also, if you're looking for some things to do, some things to celebrate, all that kind of fun stuff, let's talk about some of that. If you're looking for some days to celebrate National Donut Day, National Love Your Red Hair Day, National Jersey Friday, um, and Gunpowder Day. So there you go. If you're looking at some things that happened back on this date, back in 1977, George W. Bush marries Laura Welch in Texas. He would, of course, spend time on an oil, as an oil man and then the GM of the Texas Rangers before becoming the president in 2000. So there you go. If you're looking for some birthdays, let's talk about those. Kevin Jonas turns 34. Luke Hemsworth turns 41. Ryan Adams turns 47. Uh, Fink Jasky turns 57. Tatum O'Neill, 58. Uh, Brian Adams, rock singer, he turns 62 today. And Chris Jenner, yes, Chris Jenner uh, turns 66. So there you go. Anyways, do we have time to do it? I think we do. So maybe because, you know, we haven't talked about it. And it is Friday, and it is our Friday tradition uh, between you and I. We'll call it a tradition. Let's get you 30 seconds on the clock to scream and shout and get all that nonsense out before you get into the weekend. So I'll put a 30-second countdown onto the clock right there on the screen. I'll count it down for the people on the radio side of the house. That way you know what to do. Get all that pent-up aggression out before you get into the weekend. Here's the countdown in three, two, and one. Okay, that's time, that's time, that's time. So let's get it moving real quick and talking about some other things. 55 minutes past the top of the hour. Did you know 
New research is calling into question the widely accepted premise that people are basically optimistic. In fact, researchers from the University of Bath uh, say that may be naturally pessimistic, pessimistic, pessimistic. Uh, They concluded in their study that optimism biases are continually being used to guide large government projects, seemingly to manage projections about the time and financial costs of projects. Our latest research supports that... um, a re-examination of optimism bias before it guides of the policy any further. I've got to agree. It's on. It's usually pretty pre- pessimistic myself, but um, except on Fridays, of course. Then you know it's a totally different thing. Uh, so just some things to think about as we are talking at this fifty-six minute mark of on top of the hour, real quick. So here we go. Four minutes before we get to the end of the show here. So let me tell you about the most important thing that I will tell you throughout the whole thing. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local community whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. For more information, go to American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. That can be found at AFSP.org. That's AFSP.org. Or you can call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255 or text the word TALK to 741-741. There you go. That's what I got there for you because that's the important, the most important part. Let's not lie about it. It's really what it is. So that's the, something to think about as we are talking on this lovely morning. Anyways, let's get you some other things before we get you out of here real quick. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here's some whack facts. Uh, the Fi in Wi-Fi doesn't mean anything. Its creator just called it that because it rhymes with with hi-fi. Uh, in the 19th century, Shirley was popular name for boys. In horse racing, the favorite winless uh, win less than 30 percent of the time. By the age of 20, you've lost 20 percent of the sense of smell. A rat can fall from a five-story building without an injury. Leonardo da Vinci invented the alarm clock that woke him up by rubbing his feet. I think I like that idea. That seems like a that seems like a good idea. There you go. Anyways, real quick, if you need a phone starter for today, here you go. What is the night what is your nightmare travel story? If you need a random joke for today, try this. Oh no, clocks go back on Sunday and I can't remember where I, where I bought mine. And then if you need something for the water cooler, try this question. Fridays are the most popular day of the week to use these. What are they? ATMs. So there you go. Anyways, you've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively on RadioBig.fm and SafetyFM.com. Thank you for doing what you do, being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener. Without you, we can't do what we do. That is for sure. If I can leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. Happiness is where we find it but very rarely where we seek it. Think about it. Have a fantastic weekend. Remember to set your clock back. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.